You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Bill Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio. Phil Williams here live in the Right Side studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national. We cover down on all the issues. And like that dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is indeed the day. It is Friday. So hit the sounds, man. Friday. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations to all of you. You have made it to the end of a week. We are mere hours away from uh, go-home time. And, uh, yeah, blessings on you as you head into the weekend. And I'm hoping that you guys get a chance to uh, put your feet up. For those of you all that work on the weekend, I am hoping that you still find time, just some time somewhere in there just to, just to chill. But, uh, hey, we got a great show laid on for you today. So 3 o'clock today, Stephanie Smith, uh, frequent flyer here on the show, president of the Alabama Policy Institute now. She's coming on at 3 o'clock to talk about some things that are trending towards next week's regular session of the Alabama legislature. We'll talk about that in great detail with Stephanie Smith at 3 o'clock. And, uh, Boomer, I didn't even say hello. <laughs> it's all right. Just, we were, you were just going. Were you going, feeling right? neglected, man? I just re- nah, I looked up and realized I thought I didn't even say I hello I didn't feel neglected. It's Friday. Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> how you doing? I'm good. I mean, look how pretty it is outside right now. All of a sudden. All of a sudden, I mean, before I'm, there was rain going sideways. I know. Oh, there was. <laughs> I mean, like like power flickering and all that. But I know that uh, we also have listeners that are out of power right now. So, oh. uh, yes, if indeed, if you are out of power, of course, you're, you're able to stream us through your phone. But uh, nonetheless, uh, there are a bunch of folks out there who are waiting for the lights to come back on. Uh, and by the way, I'm glad that we have our air conditioning back on. M- me too. <laughs> it feels good right now. You were a big sweaty man yesterday. I, just, I, was, I was a big sweaty man yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, we got the AC working, which is weird because it's March, but okay. Yeah, exactly. uh, all right, then there's that whole triple dipper thing. Hit it. The triple dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right. The Triple Dipper. Three stories, three themes, if you will, that you have got to know as we run today's show. So, uh, yeah, next week starts what I'm calling the regular special session. (laughs) That's a play on words. The regular special session. So what we're hearing right now is that not only will the legislature come in and convene as part of its regular session, but that it will very likely immediately adjourn and go into what they call special session for the sole purpose of spending some money. Um, so there's a lot of, lot of moving parts for next week, and we'll, we'll break it down. We'll talk about some things that are there and some things that are just flat-out missing. But there is number one of the Triple Dipper, the regular special session. Number two on the Triple Dipper, didn't get to it yesterday, need to get to it today. So China is here. That's what I'm calling it. China is here. I, I don't mean like they're in the world. I mean like they're here in the U.S., China is establishing footholds all across the United States, and we're going to talk about how some of those play out and what they're doing and, oh, by the way, what's their purpose? So, yeah, number two of the Triple Dipper, China is here. And then number three, live free or die, but some new movement in issues related to the Second Amendment. So we'll talk about that. What what are liberals up to this week? I mean, how is it I can repeat this segment so often? Well, because they keep coming up with new and novel ways to attack our Second Amendment rights. So number three on the Triple Dipper, live free or die. 
All right. Hey, listen, let me move on to my comments. And, and, I, and I'll start off by saying this. A story hit the news wires this week that really caught my attention. So it appears that despite all the odds, despite social pressures, despite being located in the most geographically liberal locale in the entire known world, despite all of that, one small town mayor may have actually conquered homelessness. How can this be? I thought that I thought that homelessness was an unending continuum to be fully blamed on the failed social construct of capitalism and its demagogues. Well, did the mayor throw money at the problem? Apparently not. Did he conduct social activist marches? No, he did not. Did the mayor, who appears to have found a solution to homelessness in his city, provide free drugs or demand soft on crime and no bail laws? Did he offer a guaranteed government income or better yet, just blame Trump? No, no to all of the above. It appears what the mayor in Coronado, California did was employ, wait for it, common sense. The city of Coronado. So the city of Coronado is a beautiful place. I've been there on military TDY. I loved it. It's just adjacent to San Diego. It's named as one of the most beautiful beach cities in the nation. It's also home to the U.S. military, big base there, and the place where Navy SEALs earned their trident. The rough size of Coronado as a city would compare to, uh, like, Trustful, Alabama with a population in the 20-something thousands. The politics are mixed. It's been a Republican base for many years, but in the last election cycle, Joe Biden actually won with 51% of the vote. And their current state representative is a Democrat. But the mayor is a Republican, a guy named Richard Bailey. And he was recently interviewed on Fox News, which is how I became aware of him. He was interviewed to describe how he hit upon a solution to a previously unsolvable crisis in the state, California, that has over 30% of the nation's homeless. So in his interview, Mayor Bailey said this. Here's his quote. He said, The policies that are in place at the regional and statewide level that are tolerating this type of behavior that is personally destructive and also destructive to the surrounding communities are really enabling this situation to increase throughout our entire state and throughout our entire region. So Bailey went on to explain that the city works with the police department and a homeless service provider to give the homeless one option, just one, only one option. They will be offered a chance to get the help they need to deal with whatever it is that put them on the street, or they will leave. You heard me right. They are told in Coronado, the homeless are, that they'll be provided an opportunity to improve their lot in life, but if they refuse help, then they will be refused the usual accommodations that are destroying the streetscapes in countless liberal-run cities, some of which are right nearby. So in Coronado, despite being just down from San Diego, in the same state as San Francisco and Los Angeles, the same state in which 30% of all homeless in the, in, the, in the entire United States reside, there are no homeless encampments. There are no drug use safety zones. There are no needle exchanges. They offer folks a hand up with mental counseling, mental health counseling, job searches, drug addiction rehab. But if they won't take the help, they are told to leave. So what the mayor just described is a politician just simply making his community better through the simple application of good old common sense. The mayor wrapped up his interview by saying this, quote, the fact of the matter is there. Although there are a myriad of reasons that end up, that people end up homeless, they eventually fall into just two camps, those that want help and those that do not want help. And if those that are refusing to get help are in our community, they shouldn't be granted additional, the additional ability to break the laws, such as tent encampments on the sidewalk or urinating or defecating in public. And it, and it works. The San Diego Regional Task Force on Homelessness collects data on the subject from all of its surrounding metro areas and reports that Coronado, 
only listed one homeless person within its city limits, but the mayor says that person fortunately got the help they needed and is no longer on the streets. Just wow. This to me is a clear indication that it is still possible to have common sense in our politics at, at every level. I mean, what if all of our elected officials move towards solutions with the same level of common sense? Think about it, like at the national level. Doesn't it stand to reason? Doesn't it make sense that if you, I don't know, let's say take one, if you attack the oil and gas industry, you shut off their capacity to invest in what they do best, which is namely drilling for oil and gas, that the price of the pump might go up? Huh. Common sense. Or what about this one? If you tell the world that you know that vaccine mandates might not be constitutional, but you're going to do it anyway. And in so doing, you begin to deny in blanket fashion the legal rights of your men and women in the military to have their case-by-case review of requests for religious accommodation. Maybe, just maybe that might have a negative impact on recruiting and retention. Huh, common sense. But let's bring it down home. What if you're the Republican governor of a state like Alabama with a Republican supermajority in the legislature and you have a huge budget surplus in a down economic environment? And oh, by the way, every other state around you has enacted some meaningful tax reform without suffering any crushing economic side effects. Maybe, maybe just maybe you should consider giving something back to your citizens. Common sense. While we're on the leadership of Alabama, if you're consistently in the bottom rung of education rankings despite having 10 years of increased budgets and pay raises, maybe, I'm just saying maybe, there's a better way to do education policy. You know, common sense. How about this one? What if the mayor of what was the largest city in the state of Alabama when he took office? What if that mayor decides to make the legalization of marijuana one of his stated objectives? He even goes so far as to issue blanket pardons for criminal drug offenses dating back three decades. Over 15,000 blanket pardons. Maybe, maybe just maybe, the biggest city in the state will then drop in population and economic development will decline. Despite the fact that just the opposite is happening one hour to his north in what is now the biggest city in the state of Alabama. Common sense. Now, I understand that there's political agendas and the ideological persuasions on both sides of the aisle will be different. There will be differences of opinion on how to handle certain circumstances. But in the end, it's the results that matter. And the mayor of Coronado, he may not be right on everything, but on that thing that everyone else in his state is getting wrong, he's getting it right. Politicians at every level would do well to heed the fact that what he is doing is not rocket science. It does not take an Ivy League doctorate in public administration to figure it out. It is just common sense. And what we're seeing across the board is that common sense should be allowed to dictate more in our politics than it's often allowed to do. Just good old common sense, which is unfortunately all too uncommon. And that's a wrap for The Right Side Way. Well, there you have it. Common sense. My gosh. What am I asking for? Just like common sense. And this mayor of Coronado, what a cool story. Literally, no homeless on his street, no encampments, despite the fact that he lives next door to San Diego, right down the way from San Francisco and Los Angeles. I'm just saying, apparently common sense actually works. Maybe more elected officials should pay attention. All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
Whiteside Radio, we are back. You, you hit me with that one. I didn't know that was coming, but then I had to, I had to do the how-hows with it. I mean, ZZ Top, man, how cool. Oh, yeah. All right. We, we got the best bump music in all of radio. I'm just saying. We got it all. We got it all. <laughs> you, you have too much fun with the bumps, too. I, I do. <laughs> I do. So last night, last night after the show, it's like, Boomer's got some new bumps, wants me to proof them. We're like, you had like 500. <laughs> we, we had so many we of them. We sat there just playing music forever. <laughs> uh, that's all right. I like it. Got, got some, well, that was Clapton, the first one you had on the outro, right? Yeah, that and was then, Clapton. Mm-hmm. And then ZZ Top brought us back in. Yeah. What else you got in the hopper, man? What, I guess I guess you'll just have to see what's see what's coming today. You don't want to bait that hook. You don't want to tell me what's going no, on. It, it'd be more fun to see the reactions. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, hey, we got a we got a great day lined up for you. Uh, appreciate all of y'all being a part of it. I'm hoping things are well. If, if there's anybody out there uh, with issues related to storm damage, or you see roads that are backed up or whatever, send us a text on the text line. We'll make sure the whole world knows it. But the number is 833-687-4448. That's 833-68-RIGHT. Um, and that is a call and or text line. So uh, you can you can do it. By the way, if you're texting in for the very first ever time, which a bunch of people did yesterday, I mean, Lord, remember, we, we're adding oh, new people every day. Every day. Can that system hold like tons and tons? Tons and uh, okay, so infinity, I believe. We're not going to wind up capping out. No, sometime. no. No, everybody can join. All, all the people, all y'all, <laughs> all y'all, all the alley income free. All y'all can text on in at 833-687-4448. You got some info. You got some commentary. Tell us what it is. And, uh, and yeah, we'll, 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 by the way, what we need to know is you'll type the word your very first time you do it. Just send the word right side to the number 833 and you send the word right side, you'll get a response back that says something along the lines of, hey, you right side ruffian, welcome to the show, yada, yada. And then we'll just want to know your first name and where you're from. So like right now, I see I've already got a text from John from Huntsville. Of course I do. John's our one of our daily texters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chappie from Madison, David from Huntsville, JT from Lacey Springs. I'm looking at this text. Some of these go back to yesterday, though. But um, Lonnie from Huntsville, Ike from Somerville. Uh, we got folks from all over God's Half Acre. Mm-hmm. Um, we got even people in Tennessee. Oh man, yeah, yeah, South Carolina, Hawaii. Oh yeah, racing, yeah, racing from Hawaii. If you're listening, brother, hope you're doing well. Um, but yeah, and then, but on top of that, I'll be honest. What's what's kind of cool is this show. This show is definitely not in a box, man. We're all over the place, all uh, over, <laughs> all over the place. So, uh, the the right side multiverse, we like to say, uh, has expanded. So so not only do we spend three hours a day broadcasting live. Uh, over half the state of Alabama and parts of neighboring states. But we also podcast the show. So if you hear a segment or you miss a segment uh, and you want to repeat the opportunity or you want to send a clip to somebody, you can go to any podcasting format known to man. You should be able to type in Right Side Radio. Right Side's one word, Right Side Radio, and you'll find us. And there we is. And, uh, and so, yeah, you can, you, can, you can do that. Um, the, the podcast, the world though has grown because, uh, not only do we have the right side radio podcast, which now has what boomer, I'm going to, wait, I'm going to guess 122,300. Ooh, good guess. And we are oh so close to that. What was it? 122.2. Oh, I was, 
Man, you, you were close. I was spanking it. <laughs> so over 122,000 downloads of the show in the podcast form, of which our second biggest audience is still California. Yes, it we is. We love you, California. You just hang on out there in the left coast. We're just we're rooting for you, and if we can get out there and do something for you, we will. Uh, and then on top of that, though, you now have the Right Life Podcast with Boomer Ooh, and McQueen. Yes. It comes out with two episodes a week. Two episodes a week on Wednesdays. Sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and you've got you've got a ton of people already grabbing hold of that one. We do. It's uh, th- thanks for everyone for listening. It's it's been uh, it's been a fun time, and we just enjoy doing it. Well, it's <laughs> y'all are a hoot doing it too, which is what's kind of cool. It's obvious you enjoy it. How about that? Uh, yes. Hey, we got a new texter, Greg from Harvest. <laughs> Greg from Harvest. Hello, Greg. Thank from you, Harvest. Greg. Appreciate you. Uh, and then Amanda from Decatur just texted in. She says that uh, Decatur Owens Crossroads Post Office has no power. Uh, just trying to save folks a trip. So, okay, if you're out, no one's crossroads needing to go to the post office. Uh, not a good time for it. Um, anyway, there's that. Um, that's Amanda from Decatur talking about the Owens Crossroads post office. How about that? All right. I hope that I means she's like there's no power all the way from Owens Crossroads to Decatur. Ooh. That's a big span. Um, next week, by the way, Governor Ron DeSantis in the state of Alabama. That's going to be interesting. Uh, more to come on that, but he is going to be speaking at the Alabama Republican Spring Dinner. Um, and that will be, uh, they actually had to move the venue to get a bigger site because the demand for tickets was so high. Ooh. If you want to know more about that, uh, they're online, I believe, right now, and they still have some available uh, at Alabama Republican Party's uh, website. You can check them out. All right, lots more where that came from. We're going to come right back with the first part of the Triple Dipper, talking about the regular special session. The regular special session. <laughs> Um, what I'm saying there is next week, Alabama's House and Senate goes into session. Tuesday night, I believe, the governor will deliver her state of the state address. And all of that will swirl into play what we believe will be somewhat of an agenda. Maybe. Will there be an agenda? I don't know. This is the most mm, kind of feckless entrance into a session that I've ever seen. Like, what are y'all planning to do when you get there? Don't know. Ain't nobody saying nothing, which I get, I get my, my, so first of all, my red flags start flying. Are they being quiet because they don't want us to know? Are they being quiet because they don't know? (laughs) We'll talk about it. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. Y'all stay tuned. We will be right back. 